Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast, where we take TV shows and movies and binge them in easily digestible chunks. I am Jay Winger, being joined by... Zeke. Sam. Chris. And we're starting a new, starting a new binge today. Uh, we will return to uh, Mobile Suit Gundam in the future and some other stuff, but Zeke has been trying to get me to check out this particular anime called Fire Force. First, before we begin this, we might want to apologize if our audio sounds a little different today. Uh, yes, uh, I want to Yes, uh, we do want to apologize about any audio issues you may, you may hear in this uh, particular uh, recording. I've got a new uh, microphone set up. I've got a new laptop that we're going to be using for recording purposes, but it's having some issues with some of my other equipment. So we're uh, using a new microphone and a new setup, so apologies in advance for any issues with audio in this uh, episode. Yeah. But anyway, Fire Force. Dude, Fire Force is awesome in my opinion. It's very down to earth, but very out there at the same time. People burst into flames, you have supernatural firemen trying to save the day, all kinds of good stuff. You know, your normal down to earth thing. Yeah. Typical, typical anime. When, you, when you're walking down the street, whatever. someone just randomly bursts into flames, you know, that's okay. It's okay. Because the, fi the fire force is there to People save the day. Kind of they, they get one of the fire force departments to come and take care of it, where they have to basically punch a hole through the person. Right through the coal, you know, and the coal is the hot heat. Yeah. Though the one thing I do... That's wonder, how it usually goes with supernatural things. You always have to destroy the core. There's one thing I the do wonder... Or both. With this whole franchise, when we get to it, when they start doing the fire truck, and they have the street clear out, it's like freaking Power Rangers, with like, alarms are going off, pull one to the side! But, yeah, we'll probably address that later, but you had something you were... Look, looked like you were about no, to say No, no, I, I was going to say, so it's going to be like that scene in uh, Princess Bride where Andre the Giant goes, Everybody move! <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have not seen this. Chris has seen at least halfway through season one. Yeah. Uh, Zeke has seen, has watched through it twice already, and I know, Sam, you, you have also not seen this at all. Yep. You, you ain't seen much of a little band of the eyes. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. This really plays well on an audio podcast. He's sure got, does. He's got a he's got a rubber band wrapped around his face. Well, remember, I, I take a picture, but you don't want your picture on the it's, internet, it's so it's fine. You, you take a picture and you blow no, out. No, it's not in his beard. So close enough. Anyway, uh, so we're gonna delve into the first uh, few episodes of Fire Force, and we'll be back after the binge. And we're back after binging the first four episodes of Fire Force. Uh, so, there's fun. Yeah, it's I do I do like it. I can see why you wanted to get me get me into it. Into it. It's. I, I honestly I wasn't sure if you would want to do this for binge cast or not, so I kind of kept my mouth shut about it. I mean, we don't necessarily have to continue doing it for binge cast, but it's you know we can at least put it out there, bring more more eyes on it. Uh, but it's definitely, definitely a fun little series, uh, pretty serious mind, because you're dealing with fire and spontaneous human combustion and whatever weird supernatural stuff is going on with it. It's definitely got, got the, got a lot of those supernatural vibes going, going with all the, uh, pyrokinetic abilities. You've got, you've got the witch, 
Uh, and there you've got the, the knight. Sorry, knight king. <laughs> so sorry, noble. Sorry, noble knight king. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed noble knight king. Uh, you've got Shinra, the main character, who is a quote-unquote devil. I just like having, or at least nicknamed a devil. I, I just like how they, they gave him the nickname. I mean, seriously, with the backstory of Keojo and mm-hmm. then the, the nervous tick they explained and how that yeah. nervous tick made him the devil. Yeah, just because he's smiling over. Yeah, Inferno. It's, yeah we should we should explain uh, Shinra. You know, given his character design, red eyes, sharp teeth, a tendency to smile when he's nervous. <laughs> You know, and, or under any kind of and, or when he's under stress, which is still nervous smiling, essentially. Yes, he's got boobs upon his face. Well, that's, well, his hand, that's, that's still under nervous his smiling. face or his hand on a boob. You know the the, the one or trope, on an ass. <laughs> the one trope that they didn't stick with, and I know this is common with anime, is he didn't get a nosebleed. Well, a nosebleed is when he, I, yeah, okay, that's, when it's that's visual. Fair, yeah, he didn't see anything. He just held things. <laughs> Although he did, he was like looking straight down uh, Maki's. Well, he, he got he got the the red bridge. Yeah, that's the blush. true. The blush, at least, he wasn't going full on horn dog, which is when the nosebleed tends to kick in. Well, he theoretically isn't a horn dog. He's just what? How old is he? Did he even say? I don't think he's a teenager. Think, Late teens, I would say. That's how shonen. This work. is true. Shonens are and high school, and he's and he's a shonen and he's a shonen uh, protagonist. So. Um, but, so, but there's these spontaneous human combustion and things going on, or as they call them in the universe, people turn into infernals. They're basically just mindless, usually mindless, uh, creatures that just set things on fire and revert to animalistic behavior. I mean, so far we've seen, like, three different ones. We've seen the ones that are just out of control. Mm-hmm. There was the one who... Basically, was just his, sat per- there. his personality was still the same. It's just that he looked like freaking Ghost Rider, sort of. I don't think his personality was the same. I just think he was pulling back, trying to not make any bad for his daughter. Or he... No, 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 I'm talking about the one in the courtroom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Miyamoto, yeah. Uh, but yeah, then there was the one who basically just sat there and waited at the for dinner, the show. At the lunch film. table. Yeah. I, I think in that case, it was just a case of his not... There wasn't any sort of drive in the left in there. I th- I sort of look at it as the fir- the one we saw in the first episode, the factory owner's uh, wife, mm-hmm. basically burned away the burned away the humanity and personality, but was and was driven into just animalistic you know behavior. The one that sat at the dinner table, basically everything got burned away, including any ambition or drive to do anything. So it was just sat there. Uh, but then Miyamoto retained enough will that he was a that he was a problem. Um, like even in the even in the episode where uh, he turned, they're like, "We've never seen this before." So he's we don't know what he's, he's still like. self aware. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna take him in and uh, do some research on. Him. Yeah. Uh, the 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 series focuses on Special Fire Force Company Eight with Shinra and the newest one. The the, the newest one, and they're. Described in episode three as like the sort of like the internal affairs thing that were freshly created to keep an eye on the other seven companies. Secret inter- uh, internal affairs. Secret Excuse internal me. affairs. Yeah. Because everybody, sh- everybody doing the research, they should know what's making these infernos yeah. created. And, and nobody, and nobody 
is talking, mm -hmm. which is suspicious. It's parent company needing uh, this, needing uh, money, so they need to keep producing these to keep making these <coughs> things to keep getting paid for. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot going on. Um, Shinra's backstory implies that there was something else there when his uh, when his house reverse Shinra. Down. No, he went back, no. killed himself, his own parents. We're not doing time. Because <laughs> <laughs> that he just... burned down the walls between time and space. <laughs> well, he did break the fourth wall. <laughs> well, this he he can go very fast with his feet on fire. Yeah. Um, are we talking about like in terms of like Superman when he spun around? I'm making us. Wow, you really missed this, the comparison to the Flash, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Were you I'm just purpose, to avoid that. Were you just purposely being a bonehead? Purposely trying to avoid that. Yeah, we were trying to avoid. Well, it could have been like, well, it's, it's, it's like he fell down a, a, a well and where where there's rats. His parents died. Now. Yeah. This is the uh, the, the things I'm seeing in the show though. Mm -hmm. First fire was a factory fire. Mm -hmm. Let's just take away anything that it was a person. Factory fire. Completely out of control. Other fire. And a house can get out of control, but it could have been a controlled fire. Just like, you know, the... Like, something on the stove caught on fire kind of thing. Citywide fire with the other guy. With the fire... With, the, with me and Bono, yeah. everywhere. Mm -hmm. All over the place. They're making... What they're hitting, they're, hit, they're, hitting, they're hitting certain fire tropes in a, in and a way. making them these infernals. No problem about that way. I just like it because I mean, the, the first one was just so out there at first, but then when I saw the one in the house, it was a controlled fire, showing well these characters. That's why I had the and thing you definitely know that Joker was involved with that. That's another thing when we say Joker, we're not talking. Bat we're not talking DC's, you know, Batman's, you know, arch nemesis. We're not talking the character from the Persona game. We're talking. Uh, we're talking about those two combined. Sure. And on fire. No. Um, he's another pyrokinetic, but he's definitely opposed to the fire force, and he's like a cross between. I dropped when I saw the the grin he made. I'm like, Wait. he's a Joker or something. Was <laughs> Joker and smoke as well? Probably. Not before the grin. Not before the grin? Or else he'd be giving away his name in the first episode he's in. Yeah, in episode two. But I, it's one of those things we could always go back and look at later. But he's definitely up to something. He plays around with explosive ashes, uh, which we find out... We, and throwing we, cards. And, yeah, he basically Flame manifests cork. flaming cards with his, with his fire cork. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like... Yeah. The thing we should mention is the fact that this, this franchise so far is three people. You have normal types, which have no powers. Second types, which Second are... Second gen pyrokinetics. Which have the well, just pyrokinetics to, in general, then yeah. there's different generations of them. Which allows you to be able to manipulate the fire, but you need a star to manipulate said fire with. For twos, and For threes two. can manifest. And threes can, can manifest, manifest it all. Then what's a one? I don't think they have one, unless ones are normal, because they haven't mentioned a one yet. Because you'd think about it, if there's a second generation pyrotechnic, What's that means there was gen? a one gen Well, I think that's the, the Inferno, then. Because they did say number one was an Inferno during the little dialogue thing you were talking about. But that would... 
No. I don't remember them specifying what first gen pyrokinetic is. Because first gen and second gen and stuff like that would make me believe that they are generational. Like, his parents, like the lead's parents, both were gen 2. uh, Yeah, that makes me think that Shinra was, uh, you know, was the child of a a second gen. Same with uh, Arthur. Because it would be weird if they're like, oh, he's just a third gen because you can do this. Unless it's more a case of, it's like... Different wording. Different wording, and they mean more like class 2 pyrokinetic. Yeah, the ones, that would make And that would class make more 3 is basically the next, the next evolution of it. I'm, I'm gonna... He's ass- like, there's a lot of this stuff I didn't even put together. Well, I'm saying it twice. Like, when you're saying these things, and I've, like I said, I'm on season 2, episode 1, and I'm like... You you know stuff I that know you don't you don't. I'm, I'm trying to do what Sam does. It's, when he's doing my hero. He's like, uh, it's, it's it's like it's like the it's the equivalent of when the three of us are watching Mobile Suit Gundam. I have to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those episodes where you give us the nice issue? Yeah. Talk? When when we suddenly tap into the wellic of knowledge. <laughs> but um, what did you say? You you, you no, no no you said that you wanted to say something, but uh, he's. Oh, the structure of the show feels strange to me. So the first episode, they give you the the usual, the backstory, the little bit, the lead in. The second story, you get the, establishing the some conflict the, yeah. character, which is the the essentially the Vegeta, the Bakugo, the, the 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 rival to the main character, the rival, but not the not villain rival, right? And well, then villain rival, I would call the nemesis. This is eh. just the rival, but yes, so. It's get, it got deep into the story within a few episodes or even in one episode. So it's just not... It wasn't just like treading a little bit of water. It was just like... Jumping jumping in at the deep Fist first. And I'm like, okay, well, with as fast as they're going with the way the story is progressing in only four episodes, showing me that it was 24 episodes in the first season, I'm like, the main conflict's going to be in like eight episodes, it feels like. <laughs> or yeah. there'll be a main conflict and then the real conflict or based on the opening credit sequence we may end up having a multi-episode battle against a more powerful infernal that takes more time to take down i would say this is not spoilers most of the first half of the first season is character development. You're learning things about... Well, yeah. D- doing some world building yeah. and, es- and establishing and the players. After you get to the half point, that's when your main nemesis is going to come out of the woodworks and you're going to start seeing pieces being played with that. The, so that's why it's part The of prime it. infernal, as it were. But for me, it just feels like it's a lot to take in in a few episodes. It definitely, it's one of the things that I was very intrigued with because keep in mind, like... One thing I, I really, I wish it was next episode so I could say this, and I'll say it again next episode too. The fight sequences, I'm coming from Dragon Ball, I'm coming from Yu Yu Hakusho, I'm coming from big, long, jump. drawn uh, yeah. out 90s. things. The, know, the, the 90s, 90s, the anime. 90s anime where where they spin the fights out over five episodes and, or like, more. Or at least a good chunk of or, an episode. Yeah, and then uh, um, Christian, that was like, was me. these fights are small and condensed, so you get to fight in them and they're going to give you some more pieces to play with. And that's one of the things I love about this, because it's not that drawn out fight anymore. It's more story driven. It's more. Have you seen Kai? 
Cutting out a slice of life episode like that. Come I mean, I, I get it. I get why they would take it out. Because it really doesn't progress the story in the least. And makes, neither one of them actually use their license after that episode. It, it makes Piccolo the bitch of Chi-Chi. That's the only person <laughs> that. If he has to learn his license, kill you! <laughs> no, I thought, I thought Piccolo just basically did it. It's like, if you can get one of these, then so can I. <laughs> well, it was, there, it was more training. Ah. Uh... Because he's like, well, I can't have you doing or knowing something better than I can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's how <laughs> that's I took cool. that took that as well. But they're they're setting up a lot of uh, a lot of things in these first few episodes. Episode three, when uh, Captain Obi basically tells Shinra about the various factions at play within the Special Fire Force. You know that uh, Company One has strong ties to the Holy Soul Church. Uh, there's one that's more tied to the Tokyo Armed Forces. There's one uh, that's got deep ties to Hajima, the the uh, company that basically makes all their equipment. So you have religion, army, and I guess the third one would be... Uh, uh, industry. Industry, yeah, yeah. The total military-industrial complex with a church thrown in there. It is very interesting that the army does not provide weapons to stop infernos than the industry does well i mean it's the industry are the people that basically make the weapons the army does not manufacture the weapons they just use them. they just use them yeah. that makes sense. uh that's like, how that's how a military industrial it's, complex works it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like tony stark making weapons for shield and then after a while he was just like you know what i'm done so another basically. thing that kind of threw me off they still use the fire axes when the primary use of a fire axe is to break into or to get around the buildings. They don't really use... I haven't seen them use them. Yeah. Um, they, 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 it looked like the episode where they were going to use them, they just walked in because they are like, well, this was too easy. Well, it's because the the house wasn't really burning on fire and the Infernal wasn't hostile. I, I think they used the axe in the first episode? They they, he pulled one out. He went to point. swing it, but it blocked the the infernal block. That was not the rubber axe. That was the, that was the heavy duty axe one. That was yeah, the, and I think he brought it down more to block the infernal's like attack at one point. I think the whole purpose of that was for the character development. Okay, mm. these are people that we're putting to rest. A aka. Well, that was the third episode. Yeah. Whatever the guy that was sitting at the table. That was second episode. Yeah. That's third that epi was third episode was the fight with Joker. That was the purpose of ah, yes. the axe being shown for the, 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 I guess that was A little disappointed by, about mm. the, the, the event they were going to do, and it was like... The rookie games? The rookie games. <laughs> and it... It's all, done. It's done. Well, it's, it's done in a quarter episode. Woohoo! Well, it's more like... Yeah, well, you see a bunch of rookies run into this building, and then it's they, really just... That's real. what another thing. It's like, well, you're going to have to save all these people. You save the two people in the room and the two the two other pyrotechnics. And, and, the, and the two and the two NPCs that nobody gives gives and, gives a damn about. And the whole place went up in flames. Where's the rest of the rookies? Oh, yeah. the top part was they probably they, they No, the whole thing was burnt. 
you're not the only person who was like, "What happened to the rest of those rookies? What happened, to, what happened to the tall? The guy, what happened to the tall guy with the collar that came around his face?" Well, we'll see him in the in the next uh, rookie games that they'll only show the tail end because he decides to fly up into the halfway through the goddamn building. Nah, he's probably become a simp for uh, Princess Hibana. <laughs> he's like, I can't get through the rookie games. Because uh. Princess Hibana, um, who is the captain of uh, Fifth Company, is basically Ara Ara, the captain. <laughs> and she's just surrounded by by her simps that she uses I was just gonna say furniture. She, she's the simp queen. <laughs> the simp, simp princess. <laughs> But yes, um, she's the one who's uh, basically working closest with Hajima and doing a lot of the research. Which makes me believe that they have something to do with mm-hmm. the other guy in Joker. Oh, oh uh, Dr. Waldo, as I'm, as I'm thinking of him, because he has that red and white striped shirt. Oh my god. Because uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's a mad scientist that gets introduced in episode three. We don't know his name, or it hasn't been revealed yet in these four episodes. Who's been working with Joker? He developed the explosive ash that he uses. That was in, which I even said is like, let me see, is that infernal ashes? I have no idea what you speak of. <laughs> yeah, that must be right. infernal ashes. Yeah, sh- yeah. Sam asked Zeke if th- those were made out of infernals, and Zeke's like, I'm not saying anything, and I was immediately like, that's a yes. Here's <laughs> my question about denying it and not telling which ah. All you gotta do is just say, I'm not telling you. That's what I said. But it's and just, we, the look on it's just we know how to read you, man. Uh, <laughs> your poker face sucks. Yeah, if we ever played poker, you would lose real quick. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Where are the other cards? <laughs> no, we have chips. Well, that's true. Uh, but that's... Uh, for those, like, will, those will be saved for the next <laughs> game. You'll start with the hand games. of chips. <laughs> no, you'll start with the chips for our next Cards Against Humanity. There you go. We just need Colin Haber for this next time. Binge <laughs> I could probably do that next time on Bingecast. But yeah, I definitely good. enjoyed it. Again, not sure if we'll continue doing a Bingecast for this, but it was a this good... This was a random occurrence right here. Because we were really going to do Mobile Suit Gundam, but then Sam decided to sit down and join us. I was just sitting down and seeing what you guys were going to do. I was going to go upstairs as soon as you started Gundam. But, <laughs> but you know, we... Uh, I yeah, was just, but... It, but Zeke decided to put uh, pull up, it's like, you pull, know what? Pull Funimation up. <laughs> and next you know, we're watching Fire Force. Now you have to get your disc out of the system. Mm, we can do it. <laughs> the case is right there. But yes, this was. Th- th- I definitely enjoyed this. I would recommend uh, giving it a, giving it at least a try if uh, if you're looking for something to, something to watch. It's on Funimation, uh, so that's where you can uh, that's where you can stream it yourself. Uh, and it's also up for uh, to be bought digitally on Voodoo if you want that instead. That's another option. Uh, the question comes down to: Did you enjoy it enough to continue watching it? Yes. As I said, we don't necessarily have Wait, to keep doing a binge for it, but yes, I think after I go get some dinner, we may just continue watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his face, he just started grinning and started rubbing his hands because he's so excited because he got I mean, he rubbed his damn hands so hard it picked up on the mic. <laughs> well, yes. Dude, I, I said, after watching the Dragon Ball and all these fight scenes, I said, I'm like, oh, that was a little disappointing. That fight scene was so long, but then they throw more development, more characters, more reasons to love, like, the, 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 the hero! The hero! The devil! The, the devil! And the like, hero! Like, I, I just enjoy it so much. It's so hard to explain. 
And uh, there's a fun. fan theory going on about uh, Fire Force and some other anime series. In my brain, yes, there's a fan theory. It's a damn theory. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a, a weird. It is a weird theory that Zeke has, but. Uh, because in this universe, they talk about a word and where all where all these people start bursting into flames. Mm-hmm. And in my brain, I think this is from my hero, where all the t- all the corks just went ballistic and started bursting themselves into flames, and all the heroes were fighting the villains, trying to burn them out faster, and they realized that they burned themselves out. They literally burned themselves out. So you're saying the lead out. character is the great grandson of Bakugo? That's why he has explosive fire feet. Yes, I approve of it. <laughs> but that then ties into the whole theory, that, that fan theory that some people have that my hero is the future of One Punch Man. <laughs> yes. Because, because it's like, like all the heroes that are in One Punch Man, it could be like, you know, like later on they decide, hmm, let's open up an academy to help these people out. You know, it's like. And, did and, did and, you and watch One Punch Man at all? Yeah, I watched the first season. I have not. Then, then you know they have those academies. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. It's You're talking about like, the academy for like young upstarts rather than yeah. the actual hero society. Yeah, and when uh, which when, is what uh, Saitama's going into. Yeah, mm-hmm. when Saitama joins, they're like, "Well, you're a low-ranking hero." And he's like, "Why? I've been doing this for like X amount of years now." And they're like, "Well, we just now found out about you." And that's when he had to basically show that he was a yeah. hero. Yeah. It's like you were unlicensed. (laughs) He's a hero with no name. Uh, Cape Baldy or something. (laughs) But at any rate, I definitely enjoyed it. I would recommend giving it at least a try if you're looking for a new anime to to scope out. Uh, Anything else anybody needs to add? It's got a rocking second theme song. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that later in the season? Well, yeah, it's... uh, What episode did it debut on? It's you know, probably episode 12 when I they're... I want to say 12, yeah. Um, if it's 24 seasons. It's basically like a uh, like a heavy metal uh, theme. And it's not even Japanese. It's just a song called Mayday. Hmm. Um, I got to look it up real quick. Um, but it... Um, I was listening to it. I was listening to the full version of the song. And I was like, I'm really liking these new anime theme songs now. <laughs> That's what I should mention. The fact that the the first half of the anime was opening, it seems like more like 80, 90s. 90s era. Oh, uh, anime feel. It anime brings theme. you back to your memories. Like, that's why that's the reason why I like it. Then you got that nice metal for the other half. Like, yes. Um, Which I haven't heard yet. So it's, <laughs> apparent, it's apparent the, the group is called Cold Rain, and the song is featuring Ryo from Crystal Lake. Apparently there's a group called Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Do they have a camp? I don't know. I've never heard of <laughs> They have a band member named Jason. <laughs> no, that's another band. <laughs> called First Jason with the original Jason from Friday the thirteenth as the lead singer. We're getting off topic now, but, but uh, so we'll I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and okay. We have and this is a good fire force way. Just put your hands up and say Latome. Latome. <laughs> Latome. Uh, we'll see what you with the said. next binge. <laughs>